Hi everyone, I am Pranav Kumar Shah from second year BA History. Today we have Colonel Sanjeev Kaushal with us to talk about Indian Army. Today's show is dedicated to the Indian Army Day and Colonel Kaushal is the best person to talk about the courage and glory of Indian Army. Colonel Kaushal is the Director of Campus Operations at Ahmedabad University. He was commissioned in the Indian Army in June 1983. During the service of 31 and a half year in the army, he got an opportunity to serve for about 15 and a half year in Jammu and Kashmir, which gave him the chance to serve in the close combat zone. In addition to that, he also commanded an armored regiment. Colonel Kaushal was awarded with the Chief of Army Staff Commendation Card in 2004 for swift induction of T-90 tanks from Russia into the army to include training and conversion of armored regiment during Operation Parakram in 2002, when the war clouds were looming over the nation. This activity in a short time gave a fillip to the operational preparedness of Indian Army against our adversaries. Colonel Kaushal has also headed a team which planned, coordinated and conducted 10th anniversary celebration of Kargil War at Dras. The event was attended by over 1000 guests including General VP Malik, who was the Chief of Army Staff during the Kargil War. In addition to that, it was also attended by very senior, senior military, civilian dignitaries, veterans and war widows. Lastly, he also got an opportunity to serve the Chief of Army Staffs. Welcome Colonel Kaushal. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you Pranav. Uh, it's an honor to be uh, speaking to you today. Thank you. So, uh, Colonel Kaushal, we all know the importance of army in our daily life. You know, they are there. That's why we are sitting safe here in our in our houses. So, uh, and and the entire day, you know, is dedicated to Army Day uh, in our history, and you know, we celebrate it. So, first, my very first question would be, why is Army Day celebrated? What is the significance of this day? Okay. Uh, you know, Pranap, uh, as you are aware, uh, till the partition, you know, when we got our independence and the country was partitioned, uh, we were ruled by the British. And uh, the commander-in-chief of the armed forces was uh, General Butcher, and he was a Britisher. So it is in uh, 1949 when Field Marshal Karyapa became the first Indian to be appointed as the chief of army staff. So it is in that honor that this day is uh, celebrated. It is reflected uh, of uh, that Indians thereafter started, uh, you know, leading the army. Okay. Yeah. So, and uh, as far as I know, he is one of, uh, you know, Mr. Karyapa is one of only two Indian army officers who hold the five star rank of field marshal. The other uh, being field marshal Sam Manik Shah, if I'm not Yes. Wrong. Yes. You are very right. Yeah. Yes. You're very uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, my next question is, uh, what makes Indian Army different from other professions? I mean, you know, the glory, the guts, all of them are there. But what other things make it different? See, in every profession, you are contributing towards the nation. And so are you doing it in the army? Well, the culture in the army is uh, different in uh, to the other professions in the way that firstly, you enlist yourself when you join the armed forces that you are willing to uh, sacrifice your life for the nation. So you have to be prepared for that. And many of our comrades, you know, they either get injured or they lay down their lives 
for the nation so you have to be prepared for that the second thing is uh, you also uh, you know get uh, the environment is uh, totally different because obviously discipline is the hallmark of uh, the organization and where it is ingrained from you it, it, the discipline by that it is not meant that you don't have freedom of expression you have freedom of expression you can air your views you can talk but uh, what it really implies is that in peace you train for war and uh, during the peace uh, discipline is inculcated in such a manner that you are willing to obey orders in the combat zone so that is where uh, you don't question you know you have discussed the plans once the plans are formulated then you go as per the plans and then you are willing to uh, act you are willing to take actions which are in the interests of the army of your unit of the nation so that is where i think it is very different then leadership you know leadership is that it is your uh, superiors are responsible towards you because they have a responsibility that uh, in, in no other profession you know when they take you to war that they have to get you back home safely so they they owe it to the parents they owe it to the wives and children so there it is a very huge responsibility uh, on them so in that way it is different and then life in the army is adventurous uh, you get to see many places uh, you know by way of your postings by way of doing training at various places by attending various courses of instruction and uh, also you know uh, you also uh, you know have a very very uh, physically fit life which you lead you have uh, pt and games so it is different you know uh, cantonments are uh, very very clean you know swachh bharat is there all round the year and uh, there is nothing like that uh, uh, you find them so different you know they are very neat and clean a very hygienic environment oh so i mean you know after listening to you i think you know a lot of things are there which you know makes army stand different so uh, did you also get inspired by these factors i mean what was your inspiration for joining army no see as a child you know i uh, as a child i was motivated i was motivated to join the armed forces my first preference was air force but then you know when i was planning to join i have uh, maternal uncles who are in the who were one was in the air force and one was in the army so they told me uh, one of them he told me that you know if you have um, if you want to become a pilot and if you get medically boarded uh, out you know you become a medical category then you cannot fly and then it is a very frustrating life in the air force you know if you are a pilot and you can't fly so he said it better option would be to uh, join the army and also they were a motivation and also the of course i belong to a place where there was plenty of uh, you know army and uh, you one was uh, you know the, the uniform itself was an inspiration lot of brass and uh, so maybe uh, you know as a child you don't understand these things uh, what you are asking but then i think i was uh, motivated by the life and the fancy of the uniform yeah so yeah you know regarding uniform uh, you know i heard somewhere that when you put on the army uniform you yourself feel that you have a responsibility on your shoulders 
I think no, yeah, uh, yes, yes, they make you feel responsible because you are responsible for your actions. I think it is there. You know, every conscientious citizen of our country is very responsible. So everybody feels his responsibility. That is no different. It is that you, yes, you cannot by way or of your actions cause damage to the reputation of the army or nation or to yourself or to your unit. So you are made very conscientious that your behavior has to be very upright at all times. Uh, you have to be a, a role model for your uh, juniors because you have to inspire them. Only then they'll get motivated. Uh, and uh, we have seen cases, you know, if you see number of uh, uh, battle casualties which take place, you will find there are a huge number of officers, young officers who have laid down their lives. And it is because of the fact that this is where we stand out with vis-a-vis -vis our um, adversaries, two adversaries, that it is our officers who lead. And because they lead from the front and the men are willing to follow them and for lay down their lives. So that is why our uh, country has done well. Yeah, I agree. I agree to that point. So there are, uh, you know, there are many students who want to join the army and serve the nation. Can you tell us what goes into the selection process and what kind of training they get when it, they get into the Defense Academy? Okay. Uh, see, there are various uh, ways by which you can join the Army. One is through NDA after the grade 12. Okay. That, that you have to appear for an exam. So it is conducted by Union Public Service Commission or UPSC. The written exam results come out. Then they are called for an interview, which is called the Service Selection Board. Over there, you undergo uh, um, testing over there. You know, you undergo the uh, the test by the group testing officers. You undergo before that the psychological tests. And it also involves carrying out various tasks and uh, individual tasks, group tasks. So they see uh, in individual tasks, they test your ability as a leader. In group tasks, can you function as a part of a team or a sub team? And then you have an interview with the president of the selection board or the deputy president of the selection board. So after that, you go for your medical. So a lot of people, after even clearing the, um, you know, interview, they get medically rejected because if you have a pro problem, but if you have a problem which a medical issue which can be sorted out, then they get operated. They go for a review, and then the final merit is made by the UPSC, and then you get selected. This is one way. Similarly, you can go to Indian Military Academy or to Officers Training Academy Chennai uh, as after doing your graduation. So even that, you know, this process is more or less the same. It's only that the educational qualifications change from uh, going to from class 12 to graduation. Then you have campus, uh, you know, placements which take place. There are teams from army recruitment which go to engineering college to pick up uh, engineers. Then medical colleges, they pick up doctors. You know, they these people then don't have to appear for written exam because they are technically proficient people. So they undergo only the SSB and thereafter they can join. And also these people, when they join, they don't get, uh, you know, uh, they get anti-date seniority because of their educational qualification so that they don't miss out because they are uh, in age they are slightly elder to uh, the graduates so they get their new benefit the army they are very very conscientious the upsc is very conscientious in giving it uh, to them 
and then uh, the life at the academies you know at the academy you undergo military training or air force or naval training whatever academy you join you have pt games you have various activities you have club activities uh, there are various clubs you know angling golf riding you have uh, you know then dramatics uh, um, uh, debating society everything is there music so what you have in a college you know it is there so they it's fun also you know and also the the seniors they mentor mentor you uh, and uh, you there you are taught you know everything is uh, works with the cloth precision method so if you have got drill you can't just be reaching you know a five you, everywhere you are told to be on uh, every parade at the right time right place right uh, you know time uh, five minutes before and uh, you get uh, the they finish at the right time then timing is given for you to uh, you know reach the other place so it, it's really great you know that is where uh, they are the bedrock uh, of whatever you know adventure discipline leadership which is inculcated in the cadets so uh, you know of course you know and i think these hard selection processes and hard training make a tough soldier and uh, then courage is another factor so you know i read uh, i read once that captain vikram batra uh, said that either i will come back uh, after hosting the tricolor or i will come back wrapped in it but i will be back for sure Uh, and there are several other stories uh, so would you like tell us how courageous our soldiers are and you, you, would you also tell us about some great personalities in indian army okay uh, uh, you know uh, there are uh, many people uh, you know there is not one but there are many many uh, you know so- soldiers jcos officers uh, there are brave stories about them you know who in adversity adversity Uh, you know but since you, uh, all of you are um, you know university going students so i'll just talk see uh, second lieutenant arun khetrapal he got paramveer chakra in 1971 war and uh, uh, his he belonged to an army family and uh, it is a well known fact that he had just passed out uh, only few months ago uh, from the indian military academy and uh, his commanding officer was another great uh, uh, who later became a lieutenant general general hanut singh who was awarded mahavir chakra during 71 war so general hanut singh you know was very very i have heard his uh, i because i recognize his voice having he was the commandant when of the amrit kor center and school when i did a course so i recognize his voice having heard him many numbers so i heard a video and wherein he spoke about uh, the bravado of uh, Uh, second lieutenant arun khetrapal and in in that he said that he, uh, he i wasn't as a co of the pune horse uh, the unit he i wasn't very sure whether i should take him to war so he said he took my interview and told me ki sir you have faith in me he had not done the young officers course so obviously he was not trained to fight he said sir you give me time give me the best ustads in the unit unit instructors i will pick up everything and he picked up and he uh, you know uh, displayed raw courage uh, you know in um, during the battle of basanta and wherein he destroyed tank after tank and and this has been recognized uh, by the uh, man who shot his tank dead 
and that gentleman in good times he invited uh, uh, after many years uh, uh, arun khetrapal's father to visit pakistan and during the one of the evenings when he had uh, you know had a, spent a good time then he said that i have to tell you something uh, you know i want to share you something he says i am responsible for your son's death that the shot from which uh, you know your son died uh, they it was uh, uh, fired from my tank and uh, and he says your son was a extremely brave man and my apologies for that so and he, and then uh, obviously because of that action uh, they the pune horse uh, which was called the pakistanis started calling them fakre hind <laughs> and uh, so it's known as fakre hind uh, so it, it, this is one of the stories the second story is uh, uh which i can uh, if you have the time i can rate is of uh, yeah legend is field marshal maniksha yes you know field marshal maniksha was from a army family uh, sorry it was from a doctor's family his father was a doctor in uh, amritsar and his elder brothers were doing uh, uh, higher education in england so he also wanted to go to england to study so his father said oh, promised him okay i'll send you abroad then at the age of 15 or 15 and a half he said you have to do well in school i'll then only he topped his uh, school you know uh, and then his father said unless you turn 18 i will not send you so then what happened was that he became annoyed with his father and for about one and a half years he did not talk to his uh father and he borrowed money from his mother to get himself enlisted into uh army and he joined the first course of indian military academy dehradun and there also he was uh, a kind of a, a naughty fellow in the sense that he you know, uh, went on a furlough from the indian military academy without taking permission so he was to become the academy cadet adjutant and pass out with the sword of honor and he was caught and because of which he did not pass out so then he got uh, you know he got commissioned into the army and when he went to the army so he found that his adjutant had a you know very big name and he said ke i must also change my name he changed his name by adding his father and grandfather's name after sam so his name is sam hormus ji from ji jamshed ji maniksha he added his you know uh, name and thereafter then he joined and uh, he served well during the burma campaign uh, he displayed again brave action and he was he took number of bullets in his abdomen and wherein his abdomen and lungs were damaged and the commanding officer who was a britisher he pinned his own military cross on him so and then he uh, you know he was injured then his bodily he went looking for a doctor and he was evacuated uh, he uh, with great difficulty found a british doctor and the british doctor when he asked him what's wrong with him he says he has a you know injury in his abdomen and uh, lungs also so he says there's no point in operating him is in any sub please come along and have a look at him so he forced the doctor and his orderly took him to see Ma- sam manager and despite being injured he asked him ke you know 
uh, how did you get injured i i don't remember what he said but i think he said i got kicked or by a donkey or something uh, something birds like that so the doctor said he even while being injured he has such humor so let me you know operate him he was operated he survived and then then after partition he joined he was transferred to gorkhas so when he went to gorkhas so he asked uh, gorkha johnny ke tumhara uh, he asked him in gorkhali ke tumhara kya naam hai matlab what's your name so then that guy he told him some uh, some bahadur he said kem bahadur so he said what is my name now that jawan got really perplexed ke what to say so he called him sam bahadur so after that there after throughout his army life he was known as sam bahadur so these are the two instances i can uh, tell you and um, so i mean you know so of course army you know has some very good routine because of which you know our great officers uh, come out so i want to know what is the routine that one has to follow in indian army uh the routine is like this you know in the peace time of course you in the morning starts with the uh, uh, at uh, revelry you go for your pt and uh, after pt then you come back pt is for about 40 45 minutes uh, so basically pt doesn't mean doing pt it means going for a run and there after doing exercises then obviously minimum is 5 km run and then then you come back then you then you come home to either the officers mess or if you are married you come home you eat your breakfast then you go back to the uh, you know back to your unit so there you know there are number of training activities take place and if you are either the co to ic or the adjutant you do office work some people you know there are some training commitment comes then you have to do some paper writing work and otherwise you go and you know uh, obviously see uh, the training of the men the training of the equipment and you participate in that then is lunch time and uh, at lunch you come back to the mess or home and then in the evening uh, you know you again go back for games games is about one hour activity and so after the games uh, usually the officers they go around the unit uh, with the jcos and the men who are the appointments and then you know you see whatever is needs to be administratively improved whether it is food for men whether it has got something to do with living barracks bathrooms playgrounds uh, training areas some improvement so you tell them that these we need to do it and there is a schedule which is laid down in and in which it is done and uh, activities also keep differing you know uh, then at times you have night training so obviously wars are going to be fought at night so the army has to be sometimes you train continuously for 72 hours without sleeping so that because in war you will not get sleep you know some people have to be trained unless they are trained and they if they fall asleep you know uh, their wars are not going to be fought in day time you know it is not like mahabharata that at the uh, you know a retreat uh, time you know a bugle is going to be sounded and uh, the uh, it was going to stop so apart from that then when you go for training exercises then of course these are with the uh, manpower and equipment that you participate you go for firings 
small arms firing field firing if you are from artillery or armored core then you have to go to main ranges to train your both your troops and and you use the equipment so that you are uh, confident of its uh, you know performance so see so such like activities take place and then apart from that social activities social activities and functions which take place uh, raising days battle honor days um, uh, you know parties which take place once in a while so there's lot of uh, it's like a very a very family uh, kind of a um, affair you there is tremendous amount of bonding with men with families you care for each other and uh, it, it's like a family life okay great i think uh, so uh, my next question is uh, how does it feel to serve nation as an army officer and all of us are aware of the notion that once you are a soldier you are always a soldier so do you still feel like joining back if you get another chance well uh, if, if in another life i get a chance to join the army i will surely join the army i think i uh, it's a different life altogether not that i am very happy now and contented now uh in my current assignment and uh, there's lot to do lot to learn you know uh, and one should be willing to learn but yes uh, life was very fulfilling and uh, one learned so much and uh, uh, there was there is uh, there's so much to do so much to learn so much you can contribute to looking after people to lead people to to kind of support people in various uh, calamities and i i also was fortunate to see counter insurgency you know from the start then it happened in jnk i was the captain then and posted in at baramulla so there i you know saw this even these uh, with the break up of ussr you know agitations taking place and uh, kashmiris shouting shouting slogans uh, asking uh, for indians to go back and uh, so i have seen how we overcame all the hurdles and the the humane face of the indian army uh, so much of welfare has been carried out and uh, every operation which has been carried out you know it is ensured that no collateral damage takes place uh, yes it does take place you know when they enter a house or then of course efforts are made to bring it back to same and people get compensation and also uh, it is ensured that villages get adopted people are looked after people are guided you know children are uh, you know guided for education for jobs uh, to give them advice and so there is plenty to do and plenty to learn and of course uh, you make so many friends uh, you meet the very nice people life is very good a uh, very very jovial very adventurous life this fun part also so after office hours is all fun you know uh, there is plenty to play games to go out for outdoors picnics parties so there is you get to see great number of places where otherwise you will have to play pay to travel so there is a good part to you know plenty to okay So thank you so much for this conversation Colonel Koshal I'm very happy to meet you about you know this topic and thank you so much for joining us again so it was a pleasure and an honor you know I I feel so good talking to the students and it was an honor thank you so much for giving me an
opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.